0: Welcome to Choices, the podcast that allows you to simply be. I'm Vidya Bella, and my job is to help you think about things a little bit differently, to help you cope with those challenges in life that may be affecting your happiness or performance and hopefully provide you with some clarity in your decision making. Today is Blue Monday. What if I told you that it didn't have to be blue? It could be pink, green or yellow. I'm renaming today, Choose Your Colour Monday. So, Blue Monday. Where did that even come from? Well, it's supposed to be a day that's the most depressing day of the whole year. But come on, we're we're only halfway through January. Uh, The concept was originally coined in 2004 by a psychologist. And he was tasked with coming up with this formula for January blues, just to help a travel company actually to market the most painful day of the year to, to its customers who wanted to just get away from all the sadness and the the upset that that they were experiencing. So be it through debt, you know, this time after Christmas, failing New Year's resolutions, low motivation, that kind of thing. So this has just been a thing that the media have really run with. And I think many businesses have really capitalised on it, a bit like Black Friday. And really, does it serve us? I'm not sure it does because we all feel blue sometimes, we all feel red sometimes, we all feel different colours of the spectrum actually. And and that's what I wanted to explore in this podcast episode. So yeah. blue. I mean to me, blue is a pleasant colour. It's calm, it's still it's very reflective. And I don't really associate it with that sense of subdued or depressed. And that's also something that I want to also explore a little about that concept of nominating a day to be the most depressing. Because it kind of belittles those who, who suffer from depression on that serious level. We're kind of compacting and flippantly saying that oh, because we all feel a little bit perhaps down, that it's depressing. It's just one day, whereas some people live with it for a prolonged period. So for me, Blue Monday has all sorts of negative connotations as a thing. And I also feel that perhaps this Blue Monday is like no other Blue Monday. It's an opportunity actually to to get rid of that as a as a thing, because aren't we living through a prolonged period of pandemic fatigue where we're already in that different kind of space we haven't experienced a Christmas and a new year like before and things are very very different maybe you've had lots of and I say that in quote marks blue Mondays for many weeks prior to this so blue Monday I think is is something that we can now do away with and it, it, it can be shelved but I wanted to come back to this idea of blue to describe our sense of mood. And as I said to you, blue blue to me invokes calm, stillness and reflection. And it will mean different things to different people. For some people, blue is great. It means that they're somewhere else on holiday in their mind. They're by the sea, looking at the blue sky. So we use colour really to describe... So many things figuratively. So we have a variety of colours that we can choose from, be it red, yellow, green, I, you know, we could go through the whole spectrum. But how much of that is societally and culturally framed, how we feel about colour? That's, I think that's where I was coming to with this kind of line of thought. How much of it is already predetermined? So this idea of Blue Monday, blue, negative. We look at red as a color and we think, you know, in our language, it's all coded up. So someone's seeing red mist, or, you know, it's like a red rag to a bull. That sign of anger, danger, stop, awareness around the color green, perhaps we've got, yeah, you've got the green light to go ahead, or the grass is always greener. That's all very positive you know we only look at our traffic lights to know that you know red is stop green is go so how many of these things in our in our relationship to color are predetermined by the way we go about everyday life so i have to say many many years ago i did really feel that Meh, in january but I, I never honed it down to the third monday of january every year um but there was that decided slump. And I think it was all to do with those expectations and the hype of Christmas and the new year. And you're kind of building towards that from November onwards, really. But it's really refreshing to think that perhaps because we haven't experienced a Christmas or New Year like before, we've kind of been spared all that hype. You know, the the uncertainty of what we're living through and experiencing has kind of been the silver lining and there just there I bought colour into what I was talking about so we have a very interesting relationship between colour and how we're feeling so I thought it'd be fascinating to have a guest on who knows all about colour and its impact so it's with great pleasure I welcome Sue Roper to our conversation. Sue is an image consultant from House of Colour Rygate in the UK and Sue works with her clients to ensure that they feel confident in any situation. She does this by discovering the best colours and styles for her clients and gives them the information they need so that they can confidently style themselves. So Sue is it true does everybody have their own colour that suits them?
1: Everybody's got a number of colours that will suit them. What we do at House of Colour, and if you are in my studio, i will be able to show you, we have a colour wheel. And you either suit warm-toned colours better, so yellow-based colours, or cool-toned colours, blue-based colours better. And within that, so if you're warm, you either need bright and bold or soft and blended, and the same for winter. You either need bright and bold or soft and blended. If you've never had your colours done, then your best bet when you're buying colours is true red. And the reason for that is true red is obviously a primary colour, like blue and yellow, and there is neither any blue or any yellow in primary red.
0: Hmm, interesting, because red, as beautiful as it is, you know, it's associated with like danger or stop or kind of culturally and societally. So red... Red, when, when people wear red, what is their perception? I think that's a really good
1: point, Vidya, because I think we've all got hang-ups about the colour red. Mm. You know, women of the night, oh,
0: yeah.
1: passion, hearts, things like that.
0: Mm.
1: And actually, one of the things that's most amazing is people who come and have their colours done, women, actually start to wear red lipstick. And again, mm. it's about getting the right shade of red lipstick. But actually, it's a very warm colour, it's a colour of passion, isn't it? So I'm not sure why we're afraid of it. I think maybe we're trying to hide something if we don't wear red.
0: Yeah, and I think so. For me personally, I rarely wear red lipstick. I feel it accentuates or draws attention to. So maybe they are those hang-ups that we could just drop a little by experimenting and maybe coming and seeing you and re-evaluating our relationship to those colours and it's actually
1: women tend to have more feeling for certain colours than men do so actually doing colour analysis with men is sometimes easier than with women because men don't on the whole don't seem to have the same emotional connection with certain colours
0: Mm. So what would you say to men who are perhaps listening and want to liven up their wardrobe? I love that word, liven
1: up the wardrobe. There is a danger that we all just get drawn into greys, whites, blacks. If you're wearing the right colours for you, it makes you more confident because when you look in the mirror, you can see that you look good. Mm. You've got that little bit more spring in your stride. But it also actually impacts the way that other people interact with us. Because if you're wearing colours that are making your skin glow and you're more confident in yourself, people react better to us. And Mm. actually, if you're wearing the wrong colours, it can make you look very tired and
0: maybe even a little bit grumpy. Now I'm thinking about all the times people have gone, gosh, you look so tired. I'm thinking, oh, what was I wearing? (laughs) Time to to ditch those... Items, I think, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean I've got um one drape upstairs and it's a blue based pink and if I ever have to work for somebody else again rather than working for myself and I wanted to phone in sick, mm. I would have to, I would put the drape around me because it immediately makes me look ill. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're giving away your tricks, So It's a shame we're all working from home right now. We don't have I've got, to. I've, got to put, I've never in my life ever pulled a
1: sickie. I just like to put, make that point. But you know, if I had a personally, personality transplant, uh, yeah, this this particular shade of pink is uh, not good.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a little chortle to myself. Okay. Okay. Um, so looking at that colour wheel then and thinking about Blue Monday and this sense of blue, you see, for me, blue invokes very different feelings than those of subdued or I, I, feel, very, I feel a beautiful connection with blue. But say on the colour wheel, what, what contrasts that? What contrasts blue? If someone did have that feeling of oh, blue and, and, and that relationship to blue, what contrasts that? I think
1: you've a very good point there. I personally don't think of blue as being a down colour mm. either. And if we go back to nature and we pulled up the blinds this morning and we probably all thought, oh, no, because it was grey and black and dull. And those are the things, colours, that I associate with sort of down, low mood. Mm. Where blue, for me, I think of yellow beaches, blue skies, blue Mm. sea. So I don't know where this association with blue and things like depression actually comes from. Mm. Obviously, there's different shades of blue, but, you know, if you think of a beautiful azure blue, that's a really upbeat colour. Yeah, And it's usually some of those darker colours that I personally associate more with low mood. So I'm not sure where blue comes into that mix but if you you know things like yellow it's a beautiful bright color again a color that not a lot of people actually wear I'm not sure why but it's a beautiful um, uplifting color so I don't know where this association
0: with blue and low mood comes from no no I don't so on that color wheel then what complements blue
1: Orange, personally, sort of coral colour that I've got on, on at the moment goes mm. very well with blue. So does red, cream or white. Do you, do you know or- what? You,
0: you've just taken me back. Okay, I will share with you. Taking me back <laughs> to when my mum took me down to Woolworths when I was about 10 years old and she bought me this bright orange and it had polka dots all over it kind of sweatshirt and these like blue kind of pants. Legging things, and I, I used to think as I wore it, oh my gosh, do these even go together? But she was convinced, and now I'm speaking to an expert, and she was right all along.
1: <laughs> it's quite a
0: bold color combination. Yeah,
1: I was. And, and it, might, it might have been too bright for you if your season was one that was soft and blended. So I'm a bright and bold person, yeah. so I, I love a bit of coral or orange with a um, blue. But if you were a bright and bold person, it might you might have thought it was too much
0: for you. <laughs> that could explain quite a lot, Sue. It really I, I, could.
1: <laughs> I quite happily wear green
0: with blue as well, oh, even though yeah.
1: um, my what? grandmother saying blue and green should never be seen. I was
0: but just going to say that. Blue and green should never be seen. I mean, who decides these things?
1: I don't know. I think someone came up with a nice little rhyme and then sort of
0: indoctrinated (laughs) the rest of the world. (laughs) So colours to make us feel good, what would you suggest? Yeah, but something
1: bright. Mm. So that gives you quite a lot of choice. But, you know, oranges, reds, pinks, greens, but staying for the brighter side. Yeah. If that's what suits you.
0: Mm-hmm. So really, we all need to come and see you, so to find out what...
1: Everybody should come and see me, yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. So do we have, and this might sound a, a bit of a, a crazy question, but do we have a kind of an inner colour, do you think? we? The colour is very much, as we're talking, is an external thing. But do you think that we... We do have an inner colour. We
1: might well do, but that's not really my area of expertise. Mine is dressing the outside so that people feel confident in the inside.
0: Yeah, I so see that. And I I wonder whether that confidence externally is because... Something about that external matches up for that person on the inside. Don't know,
1: but I don't know. I mean, yeah. what I do is very much about your colouring, mm-hmm. colour of your skin, the colour of your, the layers um, under your skin, your fat layers, and your eyes.
0: So- yeah, eyes is a good one. I haven't even look, looked at eyes and talked about those. But what what would you say about? eye colourings and what that might say about a person as you look into them? Well, I think it's a combination mm. because, you know, people
1: have blue eyes and different coloured skin and it's a combination of who you are externally that gives you your season and what colours suit you.
0: Brilliant. Okay. And do you recommend changing up your colours regularly?
1: When you come to House Colour, we give you a wallet with 36 colours in it but you can wear any colour that tones with those. So you've actually got a quarter of all the colours in the world that you can wear. And those are, as we've said before, either warm or cool bright and bold or soft and blended. So we would encourage everybody to wear the whole of their palette Mm. because it's nice for us to see different colours every day, isn't it? Going back to lifting your mood, you know, bearing what colours
0: you're wearing makes us feel better. Yeah, so how do you, on your own personal level, how do you decide... Right, today I'm going to go with this today. I tend to mix it up
1: because my wardrobe is full of colours that are in my palette. Everything goes together. So, if I'm feeling the only things that you have to be a little bit more careful of are maybe the reds and the pinks. But I quite like wearing red and pink together. So, I, I vary it up. So, I can probably make 10 outfits. So I pick a p- pair of trousers out of my wardrobe. I've probably got at least 10 tops that will go with those trousers so it got a so comp- number of outfits
0: really lots of combinations yeah so can you give us some of the best colors for particular situations that most people find themselves in so i'm thinking if somebody was going to an interview or somebody wanted to attend a wedding what kind of colors are the go-tos okay so if you're going
1: to an interview i would suggest that you wear your best neutrals because you want to be taken professionally and i would suggest your best neutrals with a pop of color so So neutrals
0: being sorry
1: naive yeah don't apologize i have not explained it (laughs) um navies uh browns Probably wouldn't suggest wearing white and cream as the majority of your outfit for an interview. Black if you happen to be a winter. So there's shade of navy for each of the seasons. But one of your neutrals is probably best for an interview situation. Mm -hmm. Just to give you that little bit more of authority. Something like wedding, I'd suggest have fun do not wear white, do not wear cream. You yeah. don't want anyone to think you're trying to compete with the bride. <laughs> don't think that's a, the dull thing. But apart from that, again, I wouldn't, for, for a lady, I wouldn't be wearing sort of blacks or browns or the colours that you might wear to a funeral. But have fun. Yeah. And that's the whole point of a wedding. It should be fun. It's a celebration, a... it's joyous. Yeah. So be bright, be bold. Or softer blended, is that but use your colors?
0: I know. I'm thinking weddings, I'm thinking parties when we can. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so I'd say, yeah, have have fun. fun with your colors for sure. So, thank you, Sue, for joining us today. I think. I speak for all the listeners, we've learned lots about colour. And actually, certainly, I'm thinking I need to book an appointment with you very, very soon. So remind us how we can get in touch with you. Thanks, Vidya.
1: I really enjoyed it as well. On Facebook, I'm House of Col- Colour Rygate. On Instagram, I'm the colour and style analyst. Or you can get hold of me on the House of Colour website.
0: I'm going to certainly look you up. Thank you so much, Sue, for joining us again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Vidya. Let's hope we can meet face to face before yeah, too long. It's been a long time. So blue Monday isn't blue. it's whatever color you want it to be. It's your permission as we heard from Sue to just express yourself however you like you can be every single color of the rainbow whatever day in whatever way you feel able to choose It's just another day to look after yourself. So perhaps when you hear in the media if at all about blue Mondays, not a reminder that it's the day that should burden you and you should feel down. No, it's a reminder to just take extra care of yourself. Just simply be, be how you are, because it's just another Monday. So I hope you enjoyed this second episode of the Choices podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so send me an email to choices at vividoutcomes.co.uk. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and feel free to drop me a review. I'll catch you next week.